I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Pros. Pros is the custom beauty brand that is all over your feed. I had been wanting to try them for so long. And when I tell you guys that I put on my Instagram story that they were going to be sponsoring the podcast, I got so many genuine organic responses from my following of people being like, oh my God, I love Pros. I've been using it for years. So don't even just take it from me, but take it from the genuine people that reached out agreeing with me about how much they love Pros. And when Pros says custom, they actually mean it. Each and every bottle of Pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. One of the coolest parts of the questionnaire that I thought was they literally asked me about my location and my zip code so that they could understand how hard the water is here, what the UV index is like, if it's cold, if it's dry, and all of that goes into these truly personalized products. Pros even did a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised controlled clinical study, aka the gold standard in research studies, and Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. So try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering the Artie Friends listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Artie Friends. That's pros.com slash Artie Friends for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash Artie Friends. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome back to another episode of Artie Friends. This is Kara. And this is Allison. And we're in person, baby. We're back. <laughs> we're we're <laughs> sitting six feet apart. We're touching hands right there now. We go. <laughs> if you guys listen to an older episode, you know Kara and I never touch hands. Ooh. We're touching hands. Wow. <laughs> we're getting we're getting closer. <laughs> so close. So warm and fuzzy. Yes, but we are in Kansas City. You guys know I live in Omaha. Carol lives in St. Louis. Kansas City is the perfect meeting point halfway in between our cities and where the first episodes of our podcast were ever recorded. Mm-hmm. So now we're back. But this yes. time we are staying at No Vacancy. It's the coolest, grooviest, I would call it like a boutique hotel because mm-hmm. there's only like eight guest rooms. Yes. And it's locally owned. Every room 
has like a different design and the owner's always changing them up. It's so cool. Highly recommend. Yeah. So shout out to No Vacancy for hosting us for these couple of days while we can record some episodes, catch up on business stuff. We just hadn't seen each other since June and it's what, September 21st right now? Yeah, that's so sad. That's so sad. So we just had to meet up, get our stuff together and figure it out and yeah, catch up because you can catch up with your friends over the phone, but there's nothing like being face-to-face, eating lunch. (laughs) Definitely uh, got so sidetracked. It's four o'clock right now. And we had on our schedule that we would be recording at 10 a.m. this morning. And then all of a sudden, we're just friends hanging out. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, shit. What did we come here for to record? <laughs> Life <podcast> happened. <laughs> yeah. So we're getting it out now. Yes. And then tonight we have dinner with friends that live here. And should be good. Yeah. But Allison, catch us up to speed. What have you been up to the last week? We kind of caught up before the episode, so we'll do a little shortened version, but... Okay, so since I almost got eaten by a bear, life has been pretty good. (laughs) Full story on last week's episode. Um, But yeah, Clay and I went to a little road trip route. We did Boulder, and then we did Vena Vista, Colorado, and then we went down to Albuquerque, and then drove through the night back to Omaha so I could open the store on Thursday, worked the store Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then got down here and got my life together kind of on Sunday. Got here yesterday. And I'm just really reminded that travel is of utmost importance to me. Like, not, I don't care about anything else in the world besides traveling, but traveling definitely makes me want to work harder. It's like, oh, I'm working hard so I can buy these experiences. Oh, I'm like working out so that I like look better in my clothes. So I have cute travel photos. Like, Mm I am traveling to gain inspiration so my business can be better. Like it really helps every single aspect of my life. And I just feel like I'm all around way more productive when I am traveling, which is so weird because I just like have to get stuff done. Mm -hmm. Obviously you can relate so much. Oh yeah, I couldn't relate more to what you're saying. Also side note, if you hear some street noise, we are outside the studio, like we said. So there might be some cars driving by, like right now. (laughs) Like right now. We are in downtown, so. Downtown Kansas City. Anyways, but yes, could not agree more. And I just feel like it makes you more a well-rounded person just in all aspects of your life and just, yeah, as your personality. I feel like you pull your personality from like different places you've been. And I can even like see myself different places I've been. Like reflecting in like your interests or like Mm -hmm. lingo that you use or ways that you decorate your home. Or just understanding of other people and just being more accepting of other people and just like having more of a perspective if you can see it from not 100% at all, but like just having more of a worldly perspective is one of my favorite things about going to new places and seeing new places. So couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. And that's kind of why- girls. <laughs> yeah. We love to travel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but well, that's catch- kind of why you wanted to go. And that's what you said last week, mm-hmm. right? Just like you felt the urge to go somewhere. Yeah, to reinvigorate that. Not that I hadn't been traveling a lot, but mm-hmm. I definitely wasn't- making it a top priority. Yeah. It was like, oh, when I can find the time or how could I work this out? But it's like, no, we're going. Let's do it. Yeah. But catch us up to speed. <laughs> you also did a lot in the last week. Yes. Also wrapped my trip to Maine, which was really fun. Definitely recommend checking out Maine if you haven't been. It was cool. Got to do all the lobster rolls, all the lighthouses, you know, the big big thing. But Then I went to Vegas for 24 hours, had a shoot out there that I literally worked for like three hours and then just got to hang out with my friends who were also in Vegas. That was really fun. 
And then literally, yeah, I was there actually less than 24 hours. I landed at like 9 a.m. and left at 7 a.m. So... Oh my goodness. Yeah. I know. Vegas was crazy. I texted Karen. I was like, you need sleep. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> You're the Energizer Bunny. I'm like, I don't know. It hasn't hit me yet. It definitely hit me when I got back to St. Louis on Friday. I was exhausted. I literally slept all weekend. Just did not do anything. <laughs> Good. Yeah. You need that? Yeah. Because I had been three weeks short of... Yeah. Two weeks and five days that I was gone. I think I did like eight states, something like that. You're gonna say eight loads of laundry. (laughs) Yeah. Well, probably that too. I did find laundry. If you were following my Instagram stories, I was very concerned about where I was gonna do laundry. Um, I found a washer and dryer in the Hyatt in downtown Maine. So I did some laundry. That's actually a pro tip if you're traveling for a long time, do your laundry while you're traveling. So when you come home, you can just unpack. Instead of having to like sort through your entire suitcase, what's dirty, what's clean, taking it downstairs, at least for me, I had to like go down two flights of stairs. So yeah, just do your laundry the day before you leave. If you're at an Airbnb on your trip, then you just come home and it's all clean. It's all done. Yeah. I feel like that definitely works for someone like you who the turnaround time from being home from one destination going to the next is like really short. So in the mm-hmm. time that you are home, you're like, I have to see Connor. I have to do all of these things. Yeah. Laundry isn't like the number one thing you want to be doing. Yeah. But yeah, maybe if someone, you know, only travels once a year, they might be able to They're save like, that. <laughs> all right. Chill out. <laughs> it's fine. But we are going to give you a ton of other travel tips as we have done, I think the past three weeks. <laughs> but That's what we're doing right now. So we like to share on this podcast kind of like what we're going through and what's resonating in our lives at this moment. And right now it's travel. So that's just Mm -hmm. what we're going to keep talking about for the time being. (laughs) Yeah. And so you guys give us some other suggestions for topics. We're going to keep running with travel because literally after we do a travel episode, we get like three more requests for different types of travel episodes and we're always down. But before that, we should do our peaks of the week. So Allison, what was your peak of the last week? Of all of that. My peak of the week was probably the, it's also not necessarily a hotel, the small boutique hotel in Albuquerque. It's called The Desert Compass. I don't really know if I can say this or if I should, but I was able to do like a collaboration with them. And I was just so hyped because I kind of felt like I was reaching a little out of my like threshold to be able to like get a gig with them and on like such short notice. So we were driving from Buena Vista to Albuquerque And it was like maybe one o'clock in the afternoon. And I just like total cold email, like Mm -hmm. shot in the dark was like, hey, I'm going to be like coming through town. We just need a place to stay just tonight. Like we'll be in and out, super clean. I feel like our brands are super aligned. Like it would look great. I would be so excited to share about your place. Like I've already been to Albuquerque, so we don't really need to do that much sightseeing. So we'll be able to just like stay at the place the whole time and like get really good content. And yada, yada, spent like so long making a really, really intentional pitch to them. She responded immediately and was like, yep, here you go. You can stay. And we were like, wait, that was amazing. And now it's kind of opened my eyes to being like, you don't know what you can get unless you ask. And I should probably be asking more for things that Mm -hmm. not even just in an Instagram collab way, but just like reaching high because you don't know what you could get in life if you don't ever ask. Absolutely. So it was a big peak. I was very excited. Yay. I love that. That's such a good lesson too. Like literally, if you don't ask, you won't receive. Yeah. And what's the worst that could happen? She just doesn't respond to the email or whatever. Like <laughs> yeah, you say somewhere say else. say no. Like, yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Other places. Yeah. 
But yeah, at the Desert Compass, if you're in Albuquerque, definitely stay. It's stunning. Oh, is it a hotel? Is that you said? Or it's kind of like this, where she. Okay. It's um a smaller hotel of mm-hmm. just I think also like ten guest rooms. Mm-hmm. Very nice, cool. And what about you, Kara? What was your peak of the week? My peak of the week was one of my days in Maine. So if you guys didn't hear in the last episode, I was with myself. So I wanted to do like a solo trip. And one of the days, decided to take the ferry from Portland, Maine to one of the smaller islands around it. And it's called Peak Island. Wait, cute. Yeah. Which I was like, wait, this has to be in Peak of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> got there, got a bike rental and just like biked around the island. Super nice. Like the most beautiful day out. It was like 72 and sunny. Met some cool people along the way. Stopped and got lunch. But yeah, it was like a really quick thing. It was like three hours, but it was, it was just, just a good so little nice. vibe. Such yeah. a nice vibe. And like spiking. The air was so crisp and like started to feel like fall. It was just a really nice time. So when the lighting and the weather are right and you're in a good place, you're just like, yes, the trifecta yeah. is happening. Yeah. And it was like the ocean. The Atlantic oh, Ocean. It's a square. It's got all four corners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So great day. Yay. I love that. Well, well, now we'll go ahead and read your guys' peaks of the week. All right. First up, we have Abby. She got a kitten. <laughs> She's just so wholesome. That's so cute. Congratulations, Abby. I hope it's a great little cat. <laughs> great little addition to your life. <laughs> and Lifestyle Jack got accepted into a program that mentors elementary school girls on empowerment. Congrats. That's awesome. That's so beautiful. Good for you for pursuing something like that. Good luck with the program. We're sending you all our best. And if you guys want to get featured on the pod with your guys' peaks of the week, the Instagram is at we're already friends. And usually whenever I get inspired, hopefully at the beginning of the week before we record the podcast, I put up the peak of the week thing and you guys send them in and then we read them. And sometimes we'll repost them too. So make sure you're following because there's no set time. We just post it whenever. So <laughs> yeah. All right. So for today's episode, we are going to hone in on the niche of road tripping because we've been talking way more about big picture travel. We've been getting a lot of questions on like road tripping specifically in the United States, car camping, how to plan road trips, what to bring. Yeah. And we both just got done road tripping. Allison to the Southwest. No, is that the Southwest? Yeah. Yeah. Me, Vermont, Maine. So it's perfect. Exactly. So I think the first angle, we're going to tell you why road trips are dope. Because if you are thinking that, uh, that's not that cool. I just want to like fly to Miami or New York. Like don't sleep on it. Yeah. Don't sleep on a classic road trip. Yeah. I think it makes, it gets a bad rap because you think of like your dad driving a van and like the (laughs) 90s and you're like, no, I don't want to go on a road trip. And like eating beef jerky. Does anyone (laughs) else have this memory? I remember being on a road trip with my family and my dad opened up like a bag of beef jerky and we're all like, ew, dad, that smells so bad. Stop. Ew. (laughs) I have a similar memory, but it wasn't anyone in my family, but we were going down to a K-State game and our neighbors (laughs) rode with us because they like happened to be K-State fans. And the mom was just like not super hygienic, but we were, she was in the back of the minivan, me and my sister on either side. And she was eating pig rinds, you know, when they have like the hairs coming off of them. And she had like a, a lot of a mustache. And I remember being like 12, like staring at her with like all the hair glistening off the pig rind in her mustache and feeling like so trapped with my like misophonia <laughs> and claustrophobia in the back of this minivan. 
I can smell everything. I can hear everything. <laughs> when when are we getting a case, Jay? Let's go. <laughs> yeah, traumatizing. On that note, pick good road trip partners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wait, we're not convincing anyone right now to go on a road trip. I just realized that. All right. We just lost everyone. Okay. Why road trips are amazing. There's so much of the US to see. And with COVID and this pandemic, I feel like we've all kind of realized that. That there's so much to see right in our backyard. And that's why both of us have been traveling the U.S. more because, mm-hmm. you know, foreign travel has gotten kind of complicated, like, with everything going on. And also foreign travel, just, like, you need more days sometimes. And if you only mm-hmm. have a couple days, rather than, yeah, yeah, rather than not going anywhere, like, don't look past the opportunity to do a little road trip. Mm-hmm. For sure. And we also wanted to make it very clear that we think the point of a road trip is the very stereotypical quote of, like, it's about the journey, not the destination. Because if you get way too hung up on the destination of a road trip, you're going to be let down because mm-hmm. the vast majority of the time is probably going to be spent in the car and stopping at places along the way. And then you might literally be driving for longer than you're actually at your place. Yeah. And that is the point. Is yeah, finding these quirky things alongside of the road. Like one tr- road trip I'm thinking of, we stopped at like a boiled peanuts man like literally out the trunk of his car we like stopped and bought boiled peanuts like what state was this in? oh mississippi oh yeah <laughs> on the side of the road and i'm like that was a funny story like we got to, he like let us try all the different flavors like it was a whole little experience and that would have never been planned no it was yeah, like a fun little story that. and yeah. the peanuts were great so oh my god that's reminding me of when we road tripped down to Mississippi when I was a kid and we stopped in Transylvania, Louisiana. <laughs> and <laughs> That is a mouthful. <laughs> it's like gory themed, like this little town. And we stopped at this, I don't even know, store. And my aunt made me go inside and I was terrified. I was like eight. <laughs> And there was this uh, box there and it had a wooden lid on it. And it was like live bat inside, like be careful. And everyone was pressuring me. Like my whole family was like, open it. And I was like, no, I don't want to open it. Like <laughs> so scared. It's and a so, live bat. <laughs> yeah. And so then I open it, but there was a glass case like on mm. the top of it. So the bat like flew up and I'm sure I started bawling. I probably cried the next like six hours in the car. <laughs> and. Everyone in my family got t-shirts that said like Transylvania and everyone had a great time, but I did not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, we're kicking over everything. (laughs) So moral of the story, yeah, it's all about this. (laughs) Sorry, hold on, this thing is so fast. Moral of the story, the spots you stop at might be more entertaining for everybody else. It might scar you. But, but it's, it's fine. But it's fine. It's See, all I don't really the- know where we were going on that road trip. I just remember Transylvania. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes. What you were saying like five minutes ago about it might be a, let- a letdown. Like if you're really idolizing the place you're going to. Like for me last summer, it was Yellowstone. Like I was so excited to get to Yellowstone. And now looking back, I'm like, I don't even think like the Yellowstone Park was as cool as Jackson Hole downtown mm-hmm. or like the campsite we went to. Even like where we camped was so gorgeous like we ended up just like staying there one morning and just like walking around the campsite and like looking at all the views like there's just so many aspects to it that is what makes a road trip so cool yeah it's the entire experience from Mm. a to z like the moment you start packing up your car or even before that yeah which we're also going to talk about how to pack your car for these road trips so to kick off i would (laughs) care about this down but the bigger the car the better usually Mm -hmm. And yeah, picking a car, where to start? Picking a car. If you can get a big car, just go for it. (laughs) 
Yeah, it might be a little more expensive with the ass, but you will thank yourself and you will be happier and everyone will not be on top of each other and mm-hmm. you can bring all of the things. And yeah, because I used to have a sedan and then this summer was my first road trip with my new SUV and I was like, wow, <laughs> this is night and day difference. Also, my old car didn't even have AC, so that was a lot of the problem. (laughs) That was a major problem. (laughs) But yeah, having an SUV to be able to stretch out. Mm -hmm. Oh, so much better. It's so nice. I was telling Allison, we, last summer when I did my road trip with my two friends, Hannah and Lane, we were going to take my Toyota RAV4. And then last minute, my dad was like, oh, you can take our Suburban because my parents have a bigger Suburban. And like, I have no idea how we were going to do it in the RAV4 with like us three for eight days. We are both, we're all so dramatic and pack way too much. Like we all had our big suitcases. We camped. So we had tents, camping supplies. Like we cooked all our own food at the campsite. So we had the grill. Oh my gosh. And it like all barely fit in the Suburban. I'm like, how in the world did we think we were going to bring the RAV4? No. (laughs) So yeah. If you're planning a car, if you're going to rent a car, and there's two or three of you, definitely go for the SUV or like the bigger minivan. Um, Definitely you will thank yourself later. And being realistic about the packing. So if you're going to be sleeping in the car at all or going really long treks where someone in the car will be sleeping, don't also fill up the back seat. I think I really, really, really try to limit myself to only putting things in the trunk because I know that in between my methodology for car camping, which we'll get more into later, is to do like two nights in the car and then do like the third night in an Airbnb or hotel so you can like Mm -hmm. freshen up and shower. Two nights in the car. It's like a pretty good rhythm and helps you save a lot of money. But yeah, if you load up the back seat, then when it comes time to sleep, you're not going to have anywhere to put all of that stuff. So definitely try to keep it in the trunk if you can. Yeah. All right. So with road trips, you obviously have to plan it. So I think next we want to talk about how we kind of plan our road trips, like how we decide where we want to go, just our whole thought process with that. So for me, I usually pick the states first. I don't know about you, Allison, but I kind of like to get general idea of like, which state or states do I really want to go to? And then I do a deep dive. What's your thought process there? Are you kind of um, the opposite? Because I can go into that really quick. Yeah, go ahead. Like, for example, the one I'm talking about last summer, I definitely wanted to do Wyoming and Utah. Like I just had never been to those states. I knew that's what I wanted to do. So then my first thought was like, okay, let me go on Pinterest. Let me see what other itineraries people have made because with all road trips, there's gonna be millions of articles like telling you where to go. So Pinterest is always my first stop. Check it out there. And then Google Maps. I just kind of like look at the map of the US and just look at what makes the most sense realistically because... There were a lot of places in Utah that we wanted to go to, but I'm like, okay, on a map, if we're starting in Denver, want to go to Wyoming and Utah, like we kind of routed out what made the most sense logistically. So for me, I like to just pick one or two states I'm interested in and then like trying to make it work from a map perspective. What's your thought process? Yeah, building off of that, I don't like to do there and back road trips. Mm -hmm. I like to do like rounded road trips. And in the same way, like when I run, I don't like to run out to somewhere and then run back the exact same way. Mm -hmm. It just seems more interesting. And yeah, it's going to take longer to do a route. But even if you diverge past like an hour south or something, then you can at least change up the scenery a little bit. Yeah. Do you do that too? Oh yeah. That's a, so for the one I'm talking about last summer, we did like a triangle. So we went like Mm -hmm. up to Wyoming, down, and then like triangle back to Denver. So we never hit the same highways. So much better. Yeah. 
You see so much more. For totally. sure. I think I kind of do the same. I just weirdly get fixated on one random place or something. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know. It's literally the universe telling me things. Like I don't, I said last week, I don't know how I ended up in Buena Vista. I was just on my laptop, stumbled upon the Airbnb <laughs> and then was like, okay, we're going. And we ended up stopping in Boulder. That was fun. Didn't have any plans of that. But Clay and I, when we were looking at the map, we were like, yeah, as we were in the car, we'd both driven through Denver so many times. I was like, we should pop up to Boulder. And it just happened to be Sunday. It just happened to be a market. Mm-hmm. And then when we were in Buena Vista and we were checking out, I was like, Clay, should we go to New Mexico? It's like, yeah, sure. And then I we just started driving and yeah. then I just emailed that place and then they were like, sure. So I, leaving a lot of wiggle room mm-hmm. because the interstate stretches across the United States of America are so long and you can hit so much construction. And when you're just enjoying it and you wind up going to the farmer's market in Boulder and you think, oh, this will take an hour somehow, four hours have passed. Mm-hmm. Don't you feel like it, the time goes so quickly? Oh, Yeah. For sure. Like you think something's going to take like a day and then all of a sudden. But yeah, even if you think I'm only going to do Boulder for half day, maybe you're just even tired from the drive and you're like, okay, good thing I didn't have plans set for tonight or definite plans set for tomorrow because I can kind of move some things around or just like find somewhere last minute to stay. Yeah. Yeah. Or you end up loving it and you don't even want to go to the second place. I feel like that's the beauty of road trips too is like you have a car, you can go different places like, and you can bounce if it's not the vibe. Because mm-hmm. we even thought, oh, maybe we'll stay in Taos, T-A-O-S, New Mexico. That was actually where we were going to be heading because mm-hmm. neither Clay or I had been. And I've been to Albuquerque a few times. So we we're like, oh, cool. We'll check out Taos. We literally got into town and Clay and I were like, no, did not pass the vibe check. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what's going on, but this is not what we both wanted right now. And maybe let's say I would never go back. And I think that there could be some cool parts of it. But for us in that particular moment in time, that was just not what we were wanting. Yeah. And then we both were like, cool to move on to Albuquerque. And we're like, yeah, like we were not in Taos for more than 15 minutes. Wow. We stopped at Albertsons, got some water and snacks. And we're like, yeah, let's just keep driving. Mm -hmm. And we could have ended up saying two nights in Taos. Like you just never know. So I don't think I book stays usually ever more than 48 hours in advance, Mm -hmm. usually 24. And with what you're saying... You know, you kind of had somewhere on your radar, wanted to check it out. You checked it out. Something that I love to do with road trips is like go on Google Maps and star any place that I've heard is really cool. Or when reading these articles on Pinterest before I leave, I'll go to my Google Maps and like save that location. So then when I'm on the road, I can see, oh, this place that I saved that I kind of forgot about that I, you know, saved a month ago is only an hour north. I'm just going to pop by and see that. So definitely utilize Google Maps and their saving features. It's the best. Yeah, it's seriously the best. You can save with a star. You can save with a heart. You can like do your own little color coding, whatever works best for you. And just save those places that are potentially of interest for you. And then just like hit whatever is nearby. Mm -hmm. And you can share it too, which is Mm -hmm. a really nice feature. So if someone's like, where's all the places that you went to in New Mexico? You're like, oh, cool. I can just send you this list of them. Yeah. And then nothing gets lost in translation either. Because think of how many times you're on a trip and you're like, oh, crap. Like, what was that really cool, like, cafe that we went to? Mm-hmm. You don't know. You can just, like, look back in your saved folder. And I totally forgot because when we were talking with Corey last week about how she um, has more of, like, an Excel-type spreadsheet of hers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I just used Instagram saved. I'm like, totally forgot to mention the Google saved feature. Yeah. And I was kicking myself because I'm like, I literally use that every day. Even Mm -hmm. this morning, the coffee shop I went to here in Kansas City, I had it saved from probably like two years ago. (laughs) Yeah. 
it's like so second nature to me that I don't even right. realize it. And it's nice because you know how it makes like the little blue icon. Mm-hmm. So then if you like zoom out, you can see like, oh, I saved a bunch of places like in that area of town. Like that must be a cool part of town. Yeah. I love that. And then another Google Maps tip, if you zoom in on your map and there's like a yellow part, that means it's like a heavily trafficked area. So if you end up in a new city and you're like, where's all the people at? Or what's like the cool things going on? Look for like little yellow sections because that's like Mm. a busier street. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's a great tip. Okay, Thanks. But yeah, that's like my favorite other feature about Google Maps. Another, if we're talking about like logistical things, I love making Excel spreadsheets for my road trips or Mm -hmm. just travel in general. And I posted about this on TikTok. Like if you're from TikTok, maybe you saw this video. Maybe that's how you found the podcast. (laughs) It's honestly how you're here because it's probably my most viral video was like having that type A friend that plans everything. Like it was me with an Excel spreadsheet um, for travel. And that TikTok literally got like 4 million views and almost a million likes or something. That was a big one. Yeah. Never going to hit that again. (laughs) We'll see. But no, I seriously actually love using spreadsheets or traveling because then you can just like write everything out on, I guess not pen and paper, but you can like visually see what place you're going to, what day. And if you are, like there are definitely trips where you can be more go with the flow, but sometimes like if you know for sure where you want to hit, like maybe you do have like four national parks in mind that you're like, I have to see all these national parks or like this won't be a successful trip. That's when a spreadsheet will be your best friend because you can plan on that spreadsheet. Like, okay, this is a five-hour drive to Bryce Canyon. And then from there to Arches is like two and a half hours. So having a spreadsheet for trips where you like know exactly where you want to go to. But yeah, no, I think if time is not your friend, like, you know, you have a really short timeline that you need to like be on this trip. Maybe you don't have that many PTO days or something. Use a spreadsheet. Put it all on there. Put the travel times in between each place and you'll be good to go. Okay. So let's say you're on your road trip now. Now we're actually we're moving. Get, we're, we're driving. Moving. <laughs> Car's going along. I get asked a lot, like, how do you pass the time on these long drives? Because like I myself have driven like to Seattle and back to Marfa and back, Joshua Tree and back. And some of those are like 20 plus hours by myself. And call me crazy, but... I like it. I think it's so therapeutic. I don't even really feel like I need to pass the time. Like there's so much to look at. There's so much to think about. I feel like I finally get caught up on all my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, like you're jamming out, listen to podcasts. It's just a good time. I do think being the passenger sucks way more. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Driving. I love being, driving. Yeah. Clay and I like driving. fight over it. <laughs> I'm like, I'll drive. And he's like, no, I'm good. And I'm like, no, no, I want to drive. And he's like, well, I want to drive. Yeah, because you're just like sitting there like twiddling your thumbs. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, do we have any advice for the people, the passengers? If you're a passenger, just punch the driver in the face and take over. (laughs) No, No, I think the whole car needs to set a vibe and everyone needs to agree on a podcast. I think that's a really good way to road trip. I particularly with Road trips think that storytelling podcasts where each episode goes chronologically mm. is really the way to go instead of just like a random talking podcast other than Already Friends. Yeah, yeah. Listen to us. <laughs> Once you've listened to every Already Friends podcast, <laughs> then move on. No, but I, I'm not lying. I do think that like storytelling ones are the way to go just because then you can like kind of keep yourself on the edge of your seat and like, all right, now I'm ready for the next episode and that'll keep you entertained. Do um, you an example? Yeah, like... Okay. They're really good true crime podcasts that are a storytelling format, like Serial, Up and Vanished. Yeah, I think a storytelling one 
is best because then you can like complete the story, keeps you entertained, keeps you wanting more. Kind of like reading a book. I also think the passengers could be uh, responsible for doing a little bit of planning. So Mm -hmm. utilizing that time wisely, if you're like, okay, for my last example, we're almost to Boulder. How about you look up like, like that's basically exactly what happened. Clay found that there was a farmer's market going on. Mm -hmm. I told him to pick the place. Like I was like, find somewhere with good matcha. And then like, you know, maybe some vintage shops or whatever. So then the passenger can like save all of those things, present some options to the group. That way you don't arrive at your destination and then be like, oh, well, what are we supposed to do? Mm -hmm. That's just such a waste of time. Yeah. And or I'll just try to get caught up on like work on emails or editing photos. So that way, you know, from between Boulder and Buena Vista, it's like then I edited all the photos from Boulder, got those posted. So that way by the time you get to your next place, you can just enjoy it Mm -hmm. and take the photos post later. Yeah, that's great. Also, make sure if you are going somewhere without cell phone service to download your maps Mm. before you leave. There's an option on Google Maps where you can like download your route so that you don't get lost or you lose service. Have you ever gotten lost? I don't think so. Did you do a lot of road tripping as a kid? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. I have so many memories flooding back right now. One time it was New Year's Eve and we were driving back, me, my mom and sister from South Dakota to Nebraska. And my dad was like waiting at home with Chinese food because we said we were going to get there at like seven. And my mom, this was like before, I don't even know if it was like her phone died or this was before cell phones. I honestly can't remember. But there was a super, super, super bad storm. And my dad like came out looking for us and it did take us so long. And so then by the time we got home, then he wasn't there. Oh, God. It was like all so sad. I don't know why I just told that story, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> did you guys get lost or just like, did you have to go around the back roads or something or? No, I think it was just kind of like scary. But yeah, we never got like lost, lost. But my mom did hit a lot of deers when we were growing <laughs> up. So I know I would say a huge tip if you're driving at night, like be really, really aware because when Clay and I were just driving back from Albuquerque, there was three separate huge bucks, like with a whole huge rack that we almost, well, I didn't almost hit them, but they were right on the side of the road. Mm-mm. I think in this one stretch, I think it had to have been like Oklahoma, we probably saw 50 deer. I was like, basically I'm clapping along the trail for the bears and then I was honking on this highway. I was just like honk, 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 like going south of my life. Is that what you to do? Because I literally saw so many deer in New Hampshire and I'm like, do I honk or do you keep driving? Like, what's the protocol? I've always honked. Yeah. And just like gone slow. But, you know, if you see one... Oh, you go slow. Yeah. I mean, have see, you ever hit a deer? It's um, it's a it's, bad thing. Yeah, that's not good. Brady had a deer. Yeah, hit his car, totaled the car. Well, I don't er, think the deer hit him. He hit the deer. It came from the side <laughs> on theirs. Yeah. It like... No, it's crazy story. The, literally, the deer hit them. I will defend... I'll defend Brady. I will never usually defend Brady. But this time, like, the deer hit them. It came through the passenger <laughs> back window. And it went through their back window. Wait, 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 like, wait. He had, like, a full car friend. And, like, they stopped, obviously. But then the deer, like, got out of the car and, like, ran away and, like, ran off into a field and died. Wait, so it literally went through one pane of glass out the other? No, it went through the pane of glass and, like, reverbed back off onto the road and then ran away. (laughs) I was picturing his friends in the back seat sitting there (laughs) and the deer just, like, going all the way through the car. Oh, my God. That... I have had <laughs> happen with a bird. That has happened with a bird. It went in one window out the other, but deer. Oh yeah. No, that deer like literally hit them. That's so sad. Yeah, it died. That was really sad. Poor deer. I know. 
They're so dumb though. Why are they hanging I out know. near highways? Like, do you not see what's going on? <laughs> yeah. You guys continue to lose your friends and family members constantly. Yeah. Pick somewhere else to hang out. <laughs> oh, but truly, it does go to show like when you see one deer, there will be more because they think they have to be pack animals, right? Like you never see one deer. No. There's always yeah. a herd. So just be careful because yeah, if you hit them, they will total your car. It will ruin Oh my trip. God. Yeah. I remember one time I was a kid, the airbag deployed it was, yeah, it's scary. They're like, they can be huge. Yeah. So yeah, if you're driving at night, that's, yeah. that is a huge con of driving at night. Cause normally I, I do love to drive at night because then you're like, oh, well I get to see the cities like during the whole day or go hiking mm-hmm. or use the daylight hours to explore. And then you're like, oh, if you have, you know, other people in the car and you can take shifts driving at night, it's awesome. Yeah. But things to look out for. Yeah. A tangible tip, definitely keeping jumper cables, like duct tape. <laughs> Put a kitten in the back of your car that makes you look like you're going to kill someone. It's what I feel like I'm explaining. <laughs> but I'll be prepared for sure. One time when I was driving through Utah, I get pulled over by a cop and I was like, oh my God, what did I do wrong? Like I'm not speeding. And he was like, oh, your bumper was just about to fall off. He was so nice. And he like had duct tape and he like taped it on for me. Wow. I know cops are not like that around here, but it was really clutch. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe if I had had my own duct tape, I could have noticed. But yeah, you don't want to get in a situation where you are in the middle of nowhere and you have no jumper cables. I also, at all points in time, even right now, I have an extra tank of gas in my car, like a gas can in the trunk. Mm-hmm. And I've never, ever, ever once run out of gas. And I think it's one of those like oxymoron things where since I have an extra, it's like, mm-hmm. since I have the tank of gas in my car. Yeah, you're like constantly, it's in the back of your head. Yeah. If you're thinking about it subconsciously. Maybe. Yeah. Hope so. Yeah. Have you ever ran out of gas? No. I've gotten close, but yeah. no. I've I, gotten real close. Oh, I always look at the counter for how many miles I've got left. It's nice if you have a counter one. If you have my like old Sebring. No counter? No counter. And there was a stretch when I was going to Marfa and I was like, I had to be on negative 50 because it was on empty. And then I looked up on Google. It said 25 miles extra. Yeah. And then I went like 50 miles and I was like, I am going to be walking here. And it was snowing that day. Oh my gosh. What? But you made it? Made it. Sebring pulled through. Yeah. She's for sale. She's for sale. <laughs> Actually, no, I have someone coming to look at her on Friday. Oh my gosh. Yeah, her new home will be in Seattle if the girl buys it. The girl's mom is coming to look at it. Oh my gosh. Okay. And then she'll be road tripping out to Seattle. Oh my gosh. Maybe I should offer to drive it there for her. Yeah. Anyway, Free sorry. I just made us get so off topic. No, I think we can honestly wrap up pretty quick or pretty soon. Did you want to give, so, you know, you're on your road trip. We gave our tips for what to listen to while driving, how to stay entertained once you get there. So you did kind of already talk about car camping, but you did have some more tips. So either you're going to car camp. Oh my Lord. (laughs) Someone really wants us to know they're driving by. We see you. This is the Midwest after all. Yeehaw. (laughs) Um, So I feel like options for road tripping, either car camp or camp. I love camping. That's a great option. Or, you know, classic Airbnb hotel. That's honestly whatever your vibe is. Like some trips have different vibes. Mm -hmm. But Allison's a big car camper. Why don't you give us your tips for that? Okay. There's a lot of places that you can stay overnight for free, such as Walmart. I think Home Depot and Lowe's uh, uh, outdoor stores like Cabela's and Bass Pro Shops. You can park for free and legally. And I also really like those ones because there's usually a lot of other cars 
you know, you don't want to be this one lone car in the middle of nowhere. It can be kind of scary and daunting. But if you're going to be at a rest stop or a truck stop or maybe even a movie theater or a big outdoor mall parking lot, I feel like I have peace of mind going to bed because I'm like, these parking lots probably have security cameras. Mm-hmm. There's tons of other people around. It's well lit. Like, no one's just going to come up and, like, break the glass of my car and kidnap me in the middle of a city <laughs> all lit up. And I also think that people think that you're so susceptible to kidnapping when you're like in a car by yourself. But I feel the same way at my house. If you live alone, or even if you don't live alone, you're at that same place every single day. It's probably more likely if someone really wants to kill you, they're just going to come to your house and wait till your door's unlocked or you're letting your dog out or something. I'm going to like stalk you across the country in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But, or, yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> or like a rant. What if it was a random act of violence though? Do people that are kidnappers just wait on the random, on the side of I-80 being like, okay, I can't wait till someone drives by and I hope they're, they're going to stop and park here and then not pay attention. And I hope it'll be a young girl. No, I think the odds are with you for sure. But yeah. It's I just, don't know. Yeah. I just, you just got to like not let that stuff get to you so much that it stops you from living. Like things are going to mm-hmm. happen. You know, people die from freak incidences every day, all the time. Like, Aren't you, isn't there a set that you're most likely to get in a car accident within like one mile of your home? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So yeah, for sure. Whatever. All that being said, I mean, don't blame me if something happens to you, <laughs> but uh, I have never had any situations car camping and I've probably spent a hundred nights alone sleeping in the car. But some more tangible car camping tips, um, definitely bring multiple pillows because the backside of like your car doors and then like the seatbelt buckles are so hard. So you definitely need like layers or extra blankets of protection underneath you and then to like actually make the bed. But now they have those like air mattress blow up things. You could roll out a yoga mat or you could be like me and make a bed of thrift clothes and sleep on top of them. (laughs) Each new wave purchase comes with the warmth of Allison. (laughs) Her love. Oh my God. There's been times it's so bad. It's like up to the ceiling. Um, (laughs) But I had more. Oh, uh, recently a hack I kind of figured out was I would be car camping and I'm like, I just want to brush my teeth or all I literally want is just my hairbrush really fast. And you know, you don't want to like dig it all out of your suitcase. So then I started making like a little plastic tote bin. You can get them mm-hmm. anywhere. Like don't overthink it. And I just left it in my front seat. So then if I was driving along and it's just like, oh my gosh, I really just need like a quick freshen up or I need some lotion or I need like an essential oil. You can just grab it right there. You don't have to like stop the whole car just yeah. for like that little thing. Mm-hmm. And then I also pack my bags separately. So I have a bag for like my workout clothes. I have a bag for dirty clothes. Mm-hmm. And then I have a bag for like my cute stuff. And I have a bag for shoes. That way, because when you're, you know, you're moving, you're on the go, you don't want to be like digging through all of that in the middle of the parking lot, having all of your stuff flying out everywhere. So I've just found it's very efficient to compartmentalize the different types of clothes you need. And especially on a road trip where one day you might be in a city and you might be going like out, out on a Saturday night. And the next day you could be in the middle of nowhere going for a hike. Mm -hmm. Very different outfits. (laughs) (laughs) We hope you're not hiking in a night out (laughs) heels and skirt. Um, But you do you. Patagonia. Oh yeah, Yeah. Patty. If you guys know Patty, he is from Omaha. Yeah. Or Lincoln. Yeah, Lincoln. We love Patagonia. But anyways, if you are interested in car camping, but you don't want to full on commit to the free places yet, a great alternative is KOA campgrounds. You can rent a parking space there and you could camp. Like, I feel like I 
totally admire your car camping. I don't think I could ever do it. It just scares me. Wait, really? Yeah. So Wait, could you do could you do it with Connor? Probably. Yeah. I think by my yes. I feel like you do it with someone else. By myself, probably not. Yeah, I will clarify. Then maybe that's a good way to start yeah. too is like maybe don't dive in for the first car camping solo. Yeah. Do it with yeah. friends first. I feel like I could totally sleep with my friends in a car in a parking lot, hands down. But like by myself, not yet. <laughs> I don't know if I'm there. But a great alternative is going to those KOA campgrounds. Those are great. Once I first started like diving into road tripping, you'll figure out what those are right away. Yeah, they're it's everywhere. Like a, it's a brand of campgrounds, um, but they're really nice and they're affordable. And you can literally rent a parking spot there. You'll get 24-hour security. Like those mm-hmm. people, they like drive around there in a golf cart with like a flashlight and there's facilities there. So if you are interested in car camping, but want to dip your toes in first, check out KOA. They're all over. That's great advice. And that also leads me to tying back. The reason I like to do like Walmart parking lots is because they have free Wi-Fi at most of them. And mm-hmm. then you have facilities right there. So in the morning when you're like, oh my God, I'm going to pee my pants. I need a banana. Da, da, da. Yeah. Like, those things are just right there and you can just go and buy them or like park by a coffee shop. Because, I mean, or or even the rest stop. Just being able to feel like a person right away in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then my follow-up tip would be just to go to bed with the sun more because if you're sleeping in the car and the sun is pounding down on you, like think how hot it gets when your windows are up. And usually when I'm sleeping, I'll dent my windows like an inch. Mm-hmm. One, I feel like this helps with airflow. Two, I think it helps with the peace of mind that if someone were to be like sneaking up on me, I would hear them. Yeah, for sure. And then another tip would be to bring a dog. Because even when I'm with Peaches, I feel so much more safe because think of how like quickly dogs wake up. Yes. So fast. And so Peaches on top of me, like there's no way an intruder is like going to get through the window without Peaches like waking up and barking at them. (laughs) Yeah, no way. No way. I saw another really great tip for car camping and then we can wrap up the episode. But bring men's boots like giant men's boots and like leave them outside the car that people Ooh, think that so there's good. a man a man <laughs> there's men a man sleeping in the car or <laughs> i saw someone that they bought like nra bumper stickers like i love my gun and like <laughs> put them on their car because then people are thinking like that person's like carrying guns like why would i go near that car Wait, if you smart. are paranoid about safety those yeah, are, those easy, are smart. yeah easy precautions like throwing the boots on top of the car yeah just leaving them out to give presents that like, don't fuck with me. Or where, or even if you're sleeping, like you could put your hood up and like tie a drawstring on the hoodie so like it's a little more ambiguous. Mm-hmm. And if you wanted complete privacy, just take like a lightweight scarf or a thin blanket or a sheet and then roll the window down a little bit, put it through the window and then roll the window up on it so it crunches it and yeah. then people couldn't see you. Yeah. But good tips. I'm honestly too lazy. I used to do that like the <laughs> whole time when I first started car camping and I'm like, fuck it. I literally just stop, pull over and pass out. But yeah. I do always try to keep my car keys and my phone like right in my hand or like right in my pocket because I sleep in the back seat. Like I would never sleep in the driver's seat. That's so uncomfortable. Yeah. So I want to be able to act fast. Yeah, act fast. <laughs> Jump in the front seat drive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As if like that would take so much time. Yeah. Exactly. So if we want to wrap up with some final thoughts, something I found when doing that with Allison for this episode, there's this app called Here, Here. Have you heard of this? Here, Here? Yeah. So Um. H-E-A-R, like here with your ears. (laughs) And then H-E-R-E, like here. Okay. And it is a subscription-based audio app and it shares stories of the places you're driving past. So it takes your location. And if you drive past like a statue, it'll tell you the story of like, what that statue is. Or like if you're driving past a mountain range, it'll tell you 
what the mountains are and like how they got their name. And I looked, I was kind of looking this up because I was wondering if there's an app out there like that. Because when we, we did the road to Hana, my family, it's like that road trip, a day trip in Hawaii. And you do like, you know, the road to Hana. There was an app that told you all the places you stopped by and it like kind of give you like a little tour, but it was That's like an cool. audio tour and it did it off your location. So then I was like, wait, is there an app like this? Because I remember it being just one app for the road to Hana. So yeah, tef- definitely check out here, here. This is not sponsored at all. But I found that and I was like, that is so cool. That, I'm going to do that next time. They basically made like life a museum. Because you know when you go mm-hmm. through a museum and you can like put the headphones on and they'll yes. play it? They like turned that into an app. That's really cool. I don't know if it works. I, I read the reviews. The reviews sounded pretty good, but definitely we'll be using that on my next trip. So that's a fun tip. Go plan that road trip. Let us know if you have any more questions. Send it to the Instagram at Rory Friends. But um, yeah, hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Have some fun travels planned in the future. <gasps> I remembered one last important thing. Yes, go. Car camping is really only <laughs> successful when there's uh, semi-decent mild weather because if you're doing it when it's really cold, it sucks because you have to keep turning the heat on or if you do it in the middle of the summer, it's super hot. And so right now is super prime time to go car camping and go road tripping because the weather is so mild. It's yeah, beautiful. It's fall. fall. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's it. All right, goodbye. (laughs) All right, thanks for listening to another episode of Already Friends. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Already Friends. It means the world to us that you are listening, liking, subscribing, and following us on Instagram. We are really trying to build up our rating in Apple Podcasts. So if you could leave a review, we are a review and a rating. We are doing a giveaway at the end of the year for AirPod Pros. So Kara is going to tell you how you can enter that giveaway. Yes. So to be entered into this giveaway, you need to leave a five-star rating and review on the Apple Podcast app. Go ahead and click five-star, write a little snippet about what you're enjoying about the podcast, and then screenshot that and send it to our Instagram at we're already friends. That way you'll be entered. We'll see it. And yeah, we're doing the drawing at the end of the year. So again, thank you for your support. It really means the world to us and it lets us keep doing what we're doing. Yes. Thank you guys so much. We'll catch you next time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.